just going to be like full of complaining. Yeah, I think so too. You ready to complain? No, not yet. We've got to introduce ourselves. Hmm. Yeah. I forgot about that. You want to just, you just want to get into it? Should we just start it and then just have our conversations and call it a podcast? No, we should probably introduce ourselves. No, introduce us. You sure? Yeah. All right. Do you, I mean, do you, do you have all your notes in front of you? Are you good to go? Yeah, I'm good. All right. I'm good to go. I think so. Welcome to the Swingdom. My name is Ben Riddener. I'm a 10.4 handicap because there's no golf to be played. I play Cobra clubs. I can tell because I'm looking at my Cobra driver tool right now. It says Cobra on it. Mm. Uh, I'm here with Gunner, Gunner Kane. He is an eight handicap. Psh, yeah, right. Not, not after this pandemic. Um, and he plays mostly Titleist clubs, but he also plays some Cobra clubs too. That's right. So what I'm saying, Cobra, is that you've got the opportunity to sponsor us and get us entire sets of Cobra clubs, which wouldn't take a lot because we play mostly Cobra clubs anyway. Yeah, I'm about half and half Cobra and Titleist. See, I'm about half and half Cobra and Cleveland. Mm. Oh, that's a good that's a good mashup there. Yeah, because I really like I really like Cleveland wedges. They are pretty they are pretty clean. Yeah. They just feel right. They just feel so right. They're they're a bit heavy for me, but that's okay. That's because you need to go to the gym with with Bryson DeChambeau. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm not on his game. All right. How annoying would that be if like you're just at home and you're like, yeah, I've got like a little part. Th- I've got a 125 yard part thing. Like every time you turn on Instagram, it's just like Bryson just being like, ugh, doing bicep curls and like the leverage I'm using is like a thousand pounds of torque. Like my arm turns to like a ninety-four degree angle, and that's how I don't get like the perfect swell. You know what I like about when Bryson DeChambeau talks about science <laughs> is that he makes a real big deal out of some things like torque. Yeah, uh, but your body, uh, being a science nerd myself, yeah, uh, being uh, your body, your body naturally produces a lot of torque. Yeah, as long as you do it correctly. So the the whole big deal bit that he does isn't always warranted yeah so sometimes i just gotta laugh at him and be like yeah mine too bud but i'm not like six five (laughs) is he six five i don't know he's tall he's really tall yeah we met him and he is a towering guy oh really he doesn't look that tall no he's big um yeah i always just think it's weird he wears like the hogan hat it's really clean in person okay it really is i'm not gonna lie to you on tv it doesn't look it, it it is odd, um, yeah. and and I know he he does it um, for Payne Stewart. Uh, oh, is that what it is? It's, I thought it was Hogan. It's definitely a Hogan hat, but he yeah. he does it for Payne Stewart because uh, cool. I, I suppose he was a really big fan of his. Yeah. Um, but he he um, he looks good in it in person. On TV, it's a little off putting. Yeah. But so so it is. Day 34 of no golf. Mm. I made that up. I really have no idea. I thought um, you were really keeping track. Yeah. So day yeah, day 34 of no golf. Oh. It hurts. 
Can we quit this now? Can we just have golf back? Yeah. Uh, I'm doing everything. I went to the, well, we should probably go over the news. We try to do the news first. So let's do the news first. Yep. Um, PGA Tour, no schedule changes. Mm -mm. But I think they're now figuring out how hard it's going to be to actually social distance. Right. Which is obviously going to be the hard part. So they're doing no fans, but they're just, I, I don't know. I think you know a bit more about it than me at the moment anyway. But I, I heard something about them trying to get a million COVID-19 tests. Yeah, so think about this. They want to get – they want to restart this season, okay? Then they want to have no fans. But you're talking about putting it on TV, which is the point, right? because yeah, it's all about that's... TV money. Well, that's how they're going to, right. That's how they're going to get their money. So they're going to put the tournaments on TV, but that requires TV crews. Even if you have minimal, it's also going to require a greens crew and, and just course maintenance people in general. It's going to require people to come out and make sure everything's hooked up correctly. All the sounds, right. All the, all the operations are going smoothly and they projected that they're going to need a million coronavirus tests. And my, my concern is that, well, and first of all, we're not hearing this from NFL, NHL, NBA. We're not hearing this from anybody else. So I'm happy that they've, they've kind of gotten to this point where they've realized, Hey, we, this is what it's going to take to go forward. Yeah. But I'm not so sure that's a really great idea, especially especially if there's still a lack of tests. You're going to yeah. say that the PGA Tour gets its hands on a million tests? Well, I always thought it was really strange when, like, when the outbreak happened and you had um, Gobert for the Utah Jazz. Mm-hmm. And they had like they before any of the fire hit any before any of the the stuff hit the fan, like the Toronto Raptors, the Utah Jazz, like the Denver Nuggets, because they all played within the same week, all had 100 tests each. And their excuse was like, well, we privately accrued them from, you know, from testing facilities ourselves." And it's like, yeah, like, I I understand that, like, this is a very specific need to, like, test those players because they were definitely in contact with other players. I think the Mm -hmm. Nets also got tests because I know – yeah, we're not going to talk too much about basketball. I don't really care that much. Um, I do care about basketball, but this is a golf podcast. Uh, and you, so true. you're sitting there like, well, that's like 200 tests that that should be going to the general public. Right. Like, you know, should these people be waiting in line to be tested? The other thing is, is to test everybody on the PGA Tour, you only need about 10,000 tests. Yeah. Like the only reason you need a million of them is because you're doing it every week for every volunteer, for every, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If you're just testing the people on the PGA tour, it's 125 players, maybe another like 25 to 50 alternates, their caddies. So that's 300 people. And then their families, which might be like, you may be looking at like 1500 to 2000 tests. Mm -hmm. What are you doing with a million tests? Well, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's got a, a little bit short-sighted? Well, all right. So I'm going to give a little bit of leeway. And we, we also, you know, for you guys listening, we don't go 
political. So this isn't this isn't really a political take. No, this is. I a, think even even if you want to reopen parts of America or England, that's fine. I don't think it's the best idea. I'm not like again, not trying to be political, but I think no matter what you do, you got to be testing people to find out whether or not they are in like they're at risk. Right, and this is a public health issue. This isn't a politics issue, or or putting other people at risk. Right, and so I'm gonna talking about the NBA. I have a lot more forgiveness on the NBA because my overall question here is: is this ethical? But yeah. my 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 um, take on the NBA is that it was a lot better three months ago when the NBA said, "Hey, you know, we all have a hundred a hundred each, and we acquired them privately." There were no laws. Okay, yeah. there were no emergency laws. There were no executive orders saying yeah, that no, you couldn't right. do that anymore. You're right. Plus, plus, there were fifty thousand people in the stands those nights yeah there i mean my thought process really was like there's 300 tests that these guys can get at the drop of a dime what what's going on with the american public well, i mean that's that's my thought right my my i'm i'm more okay with the nba at yeah. that time getting yeah, all right. those all those tests because those players had contact with so many people yeah that yes they yeah. should have been tested right away just mm-hmm. to make sure and yeah. that's that's what caused this whole shutdown of all the sports was yeah. finding out like wow a lot of NBA players are are testing positive for this yeah. so I'm okay with that but I'm not so sure I'm okay with the a million tests getting a million tests for nobody to be around yeah. just my take hot take keep it shut down until you know that we're all good I think hot take is what they should do is they should only have like say a hundred thousand tests. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I think they should just have like nine or 10 ventilators. See, that's, that's, the, that's my ethical <laughs> issue. Here, Let's just make sure that the PGA has like 10 ventilators just in case 10 people need them. <laughs> well, but no, so I know that's, that's, I know that's the point that's I'm making. Issue, that's though, the point like, you're making. Yeah, yeah. We're making the same point. That was a joke. <laughs> what? Sorry, bad Why joke. You, Wrong time. Okay. Bad joke. My apologies. <laughs> Too soon. No, Too it's soon. no, it's I'm look, hey, we gotta laugh about a lot of things right now, yeah, right? It's just sure. it's just if you wanna bring it back and it's gonna take a million COVID nineteen tests, don't bring it maybe, back yet. Maybe don't. Yeah. Right. If that's where you get to in your decision making, maybe enough, say let's say uh, Yeah, this. like enough people are gonna watch golf when it gets back. <laughs> right. Like enough people are going to watch and be excited for golf. I was talking with a buddy of mine today and he was like we were saying that if that if that if English golf had kept the courses open, that membership numbers in the country would have skyrocketed. Because mm-hmm. it's the only non-contact sport, really, where you can make sure that you're two meters apart from everybody. Right. So I just got the hiccups. Excuse me. Um, I'll 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 edit that. A mute button. I'll do whatever. Um, <laughs> But there are ways of getting around sort of this two meters of contact. And I know we've discussed this plenty of times, but I think they did a real big disservice to the sport of golf by just saying, we're not going to try to figure out the safest way to do it. We're just going to get rid of it for a while. Yeah, it's it's something. Yeah. But I guess the other side of that is that nobody really knows, like the two meters is just a guideline. Nobody knows if it can travel farther than that. Nobody knows what's really going on. Oh, yeah, we could do a whole podcast yeah. on – what ifs all right what's next on the news so 
Hey, have you been watching? Let me ask you, have you been since we're talking about basketball? Have you watched any of this Michael Jordan 10 part documentary? No, because I'm I'm a big old Knicks fan. Mm-hmm. And he just like he dunked on Patrick Ewing and then pushed him in the face. Well, you know, here he, that's just Patrick, that was just mean. I'll never forgive Michael Jordan for just being mean to Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing should have been better. That's, they yeah, made that's up, also true. They made up for it in Space Jam. Don't I guess so. It. Well, they made they made Ewing a monster, and they gave they they gave Michael Jordan a hole in one. A legitimate hole in one, by the way. Yeah, a Kim well, a Kim Jong Il magnet under the green hole in one. <laughs> you better listen to the first few episodes because that's a good callback. So Michael Jordan, it says that he plays he plays every single day, thirty six holes. No wonder he's so good. What would you do? What would you do if you could play 36 holes every single day? Would well, you, I, I wouldn't. How good do you think you would be? I wouldn't be married. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I could play 36 holes every day, I don't know mm-hmm. that I, I would. I would like to – I think I've said this before. Like, my dream is to play about 72 holes a week. Hmm. Like so you wouldn't, you wouldn't chase you wouldn't chase a number you wouldn't you wouldn't be driven to to chase a a score or a handicap if you had the opportunity to play thirty six holes every single day. I think seventy two holes a week plus having a simulator, mm-hmm. I can get down to scratch. You think maybe so? even maybe even positive numbers? Ooh. But I think I think there's I think there's a detriment to being on the golf course that much. Hmm. Especially the same one, like you just get really. Even if you're playing different golf courses all the time, like you start losing focus of, like you're right, like you start chasing numbers, and that's not what it's about for me. Like what it's about for me is getting as good as I can possibly get. I don't know yeah. that I'd ever chase a number. You claim to have shot around under par once. I don't believe it. Twice. 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 Yeah, my Ben. My best round is a 66. Thank you so much. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. Then how is your handicap an eight? It was a three. When? When I was shooting when I was shooting really low. <laughs> so what was what was hold on everybody? This is the secret to good golf. What were you playing 36 holes a day? I was not playing 36 holes a day. Were you playing how many holes a week were you playing? I was probably playing Four four times a week. So 72 holes a week, yeah. A lot of practice. Practice every day on, Where'd you on practice? small stuff. Uh, well, you know, I would work on putting here at home. We have a short game area here at home. So I would do a lot of that, a lot of putting here. Um, and then, you know, at that time, Gavin was in the midst of his, you know, heavy practice schedule. So we were at the driving range constantly. But, but I was constantly hitting balls. I wasn't necessarily playing golf. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I've put it together a few times and it, you know, it feels good. It does. You can believe me or not. But how many, how many, you're right. I wasn't playing zero. Actually, so, so Gavin, <laughs> how many Gavin, did Gavin give you? <laughs> none. Gavin actually that day, um, and here's a, here's a, a reason why I think, you know, some PGA amenities are kind of unfair to the general public. Um, he caddied for him. He broke his, he broke his um, hand 
or he dislocated his thumb really bad and he couldn't play and he caddied for me. He came and he helped me out and he kept me calm and, and talked to me about a lot of things and, and tended the flag and all those little things that, you know, a, yeah. a nine-year-old caddy could do at the time. The first time it, I had a caddy, I shot the best really, round of my life. Yeah, it, it really does make a difference. And I did, and, and he was there to, to witness it and sign yeah. off on it. And I shot a 66, and it, yeah. was, it was awesome. I went down to the White Witch Golf Course in Jamaica. Me and my wife went to Jamaica for our honeymoon. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, Montego Bay. It's called the White Witch. It's a beautiful golf course. Um, I think they did like a wonderful world of golf there back in the 90s. Hmm. So you can actually see it. It's, I mean, it's just like a mountainside Jamaica golf. And it was the first time I ever had a caddy. And right. also I was, I was lucky enough to play the round with the head of construction who, re, who like redesigned the course about 15 years earlier, 20 years earlier. Yeah. And so I got like, he gave me like, I got a number one, like the caddies who are there every day, who some of them themselves like shoot in the sixties. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's like circumstances aren't right, so they never get off the island type of thing. Right. Um, and, like, at that point, I was sort of sh- – like, I was I was happy if I broke 100. I was thrilled if I was under, like, 95. And I went out there with the caddy, with the, with the course builder, and shot an 86. Whew. Which was about, like, 10 strokes below my average. Right. So, yeah. So, somebody there who keeps you calm, who, like, gives you the spots – yeah, where it's not all on you the whole time. Yeah, it's not like, oh, like aim up the right edge. It's like you see that tree, look at that tree, aim for that tree. It's a lot right. more helpful than just like, you know, like, okay, like the hole's there. This is like when you know what the landing spots are, you're in for a treat. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, I feel like I feel like we just, you know, we're we're really cool guys. So we, we just are have to talk super about ourselves cool. for a bit. Um any more news, Brooks? You, I know you want to talk about Brooks's new haircut. Oh no, I don't want to talk about Brooks's new haircut. What I oh, saw okay. in that, what I want to talk about, yes, it comes from Brooks's haircut. Let me let me just explain something to you right now. Okay. Brooks's mustache is really making me upset. Okay. <laughs> because Listen. you can't grow one, or because it's creepy? No, because because it's super creepy. Brooks Kepka does not want to be one of the boys on the PGA tour. And every time I see that mustache, it reminds me of Ricky Fowler and Justin Thomas <laughs> growing out the, their on mustaches. The, on the SBK, <laughs> what is it called? The spring break group? The spring break group. It just reminds me of those guys all growing out their mustaches yeah. for men's health. Yeah. And they're a bunch of bros. So Brooks Kepka, here's the deal. You either keep your mustache you keep your weird mustache and you be one of the guys or you shave that mustache and don't be one of the guys. You can't have it both ways. You can't have your cake and eat it too. Yeah. The haircut, I can forgive that. You know, that was a funny video, but as soon as you turn around and you show me that mustache, yeah. oh, you lying to everybody. I mean, I see him in like two distinctive groups. Like you've got Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, Ricky Fowler. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's his name? Xander oh, Shoffley. What? Not Xander Shoffley. I don't know if he's on tour this year. I know he had an injury exemption last year. Nobody's on tour right now. He's one of the spring breaker guys. Yeah. I thought I thought Xander Shoffley was one of the spring breaker no, guys. No, it's a guy with a funny name. I feel like a jerk. I feel like a, Um Oh, it's just I was just and then you sort of have like the other group of guys. 
Uh-huh. Um, Jason Day, Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka. Uh, and I feel sort of like Tiger, like Lords above all of them. So you can sort of hang out with either side. Yeah. Like, but like those, like, they're like, okay, we're like the long hitting tailor-made guys. And like, we're really cool. Cause like, we want to win majors and we want to hit it far. And we want like, we, we want to have like our own fun personal lives. And then you sort of have like the spring breaker guys who are like, we want to be a group of buddy who's, who like does fun things and play left-handed golf and, and play golf in sandals. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you look on Dustin Johnson and Brooks Kepka's Insta and it's like them in women's underwear like hitting left-handed golf shots. You're right. I was loud wrong. It's Smiley Kaufman. Smiley Kaufman. I was going to call him Happy something and I was like that's not his name. Happy Gilmore? Happy He's, he's Happy probably on Kaufman. the through. Happy waiting ha- for Guffman. <laughs> Andy Kaufman. Yeah. Here I come to save the day. <laughs> All right, sorry. Inside. Very, very inside. All right, so Brooks needs to get rid of the mustache. She also needs get to get rid of the mustache. haircut. Um, Bryson, we talked a bit about Bryson. He wants to use a 48-inch driver. He's a victim. He's a victim of chasing the long ball. He already hits it so far. But he's not like – I think this is the thing is when you – because we discussed this last week. When you're Jordan Spieth, uh-huh. and like you, you've got three majors, mm-hmm. and then Jason Day just like sends you packing. Yeah, because that's basically what happened, right? That's exactly what happened. And so you sort of say like, well, I if I had an extra thirty yards on my drive, I could have beaten him. But as a man of science, he should know. <laughs> You should listen to this podcast and know the things we said last week, which is like, I'd rather have a good landing spot than be like 100 yards out. Bryson, we know you're listening. Stop, man. Yeah. You know what's also not fair is that I thought about this after we talked last week was uh, you have have some of these players, and for some reason I'm blanking on its name, probably because of the rain. Um, He played at Arizona State. John uh, Rom. John Rom, right. Yeah, from Spain. John Rom has Bill that weird best friend. Yeah, so John Rom has that weird half backswing. Yeah, and he still bombs it. Yeah, like so. That's like that's probably not fair. But come on, you know who else does that? Who? Tommy Fleetwood. Oh yeah, you're right. He's got the pretty like I try to model my because I lose control of the club if I overswing if my backswing mm-hmm. gets too long. Oh yeah. So like I for sure like I look at Tommy Fleetwood swing and I'm just like if my if my arms come up to nine o'clock I can still get my hips out of the way and still still put an eight iron out of your reach. Yeah, I know. So yeah, so I've been modeling my swing lately after Justin Rose and Tommy Fleetwood. Those I think it's just the English connection. I think it's the English connection. That's true. Yeah, I think you're right. All right, is that it for news? I think that might be. I think I think at the end, do you want to do what's in the bag and some would you rather's? We've got would you rather, what's in the bag, and then, I mean, do we want to complain about things now, or should we? We'll, we'll complain about things later. Let's complain later because I want yeah. I want to have fun before I get mad. Okay, cool. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the Swingdom. We're going to go on a short break. Um, have a fun listening to something from our our sponsor. Is that is was that a good one? <laughs> that was good. Okay. The Swingdom, brought to you by Plastic Couch Covers. Feels like leather, but you know it's not.
Hello and welcome back to the Swingdom. Um, thank you, sponsor. We really appreciate your sponsorship. Um, last week we did the Celebrity Rider Cup. We put it out there on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook for you to decide who the winners are. I know we picked our winners, but I think we're just going to go with the the Instagram and Twitter winners because I think that's probably more fair, isn't it? It is. It is more fair. Yeah. Um. So, and then we've got to do this. We've got to do the the singles matches. That's right. Yep. And then we'll do some would you rather and some stuff we did this week because we're it's it's fun like that. That's right. All right. So who do you who do you, who was our first grouping? So we started with the four ball pairings. Yep. And that was Larry Fitzgerald and Peyton Manning versus yep. Matt Ryan and Denzel Washington. Yeah, that was my team. Remember the Titans. That was team. Remember the remember Ryan's. the Titans. Remember the, the Falcons. Remember everything. Yes. And uh, Instagram. Yeah. Um, and Twitter. Yeah. And Facebook. All I also came. I also don't know the results. So. Gunner's going to give me the results, and I will probably complain about all of them. That's all right. All right. Um, now, I will say we did get one tie out of out of all of these. From so this group? We, uh, no. Yeah, well, from the four balls, yeah. Oh, okay. From the four ball pairings, we did get a tie, so we, yeah. will, we will have something to discuss. Um, but Instagram, at The Swingdom, and Twitter, at The Swingdom, and yes. on Facebook, uh, which is The Swingdom. That's The Swingdom. Um, the swingdom. The swingdom. We got a resounding uh, vote. Uh, we got a ton of votes, so thank you guys so much. We're going to be putting out some more stuff um, every day. We're going to put out. We're going to put out the single stuff. That's right. We are going to put out the single voting. So keep those votes coming because we really appreciate all the interaction. Um, so Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook all were in my favor with thirty some odd votes. Wow. Um, 30 yeah, people was, actually looked at our Instagram. Yeah. That's and cool. it was, it was uh, uh, like a 75% in my favor. Um, wow. So I will take the W on the first match. Remember the Falcons is big losing. Okay. I'll give they that are. to you because Tony Romo is, he's a solid player. Well, that was Larry Fitzgerald. Oh, Payton. sorry. Larry Fitzgerald. I'm sorry. Payton, I get Peyton Manning and Tony Romo confused all the time. You shouldn't. They're practically the same person, aren't they? You shut your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Um, All right. So my second grouping, I had Will Smith and Condoleezza Rice. Uh, Yes. So Will Smith and Condoleezza Rice. That was um, Team Bagger Vance. Team Bagger Vance. Bagger Vance. Um, Against Matthew McConaughey and Jessica Alba. Yeah. Um, the the voting didn't go my way on this. Good. Uh, and it was a resounding victory for the Bagger Vance crew. Nice. So congratulations on that. Thank you, Condoleezza Rice. That's Madam right. Madam Condoleezza Rice for, for taking me to W Town. I appreciate it. I, I think she was the reason you won, to be honest with you. She I played did. really well out there. Good, yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, she couldn't have done it without Will Smith, though. Well, on the back. <laughs> All right. Only on the back. Who's next? So we have Michael Jordan and Samuel L. Jackson against Ugh. Steph Curry and Justin Timberlake. He plays 36 holes a day. 
He does. Well, okay, so here's here's our tie, by the way. Good. So so uh Ben to say because Justin Timberlake and Steph Curry is like uh that's a dream team. That's right. It it really is. And yeah. and like I said, like I said last week, that would have been a marquee match. Yeah. So you give me why your team should win. Well, we tied, so I'm okay with the tie. <laughs> no, 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 we can't. Oh, we're gonna. You want to split this? That's fine. Yeah, right, yeah. We'll it's the Ryder it. Cup. You got to split it. All right, you get a you get a half a point. Dude. I mean, my team should win because I picked them, and my picks are better than your picks. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's um, your What's your argument? <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm not getting into my argument. So your argument is going to be you make better picks than I make. My argument, yeah, well, my argument was going to be no half points, but that's okay. No, I like half points. It's the Ryder right. Cup. We'll take half points. All right, so who's your next one? Uh, Kenny G and Celine Dion, mm-hmm. who I have a feeling they didn't do well because I don't think many people of the Instagram generation know what Kenny G looks like. They thought right. it was like Sideshow Bob. They are like, he doesn't play golf. He does look like Sideshow Bob, doesn't he? Yeah. And you'd be correct because Mark Wahlberg and Tony Romo crushed them. Uh, which I don't find, but no. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I that would have been a really good uh, in real life based yeah. on the abilities. That would have been a really good match too. Yeah. And, and I, think you, I think you're right. It's just – some unknowns. Plus, you see Celine Dion up there, and you're like, ah, oh, well, she probably doesn't play golf. Yeah, she probably plays she's golf really all the good. time. Yeah, she's really good at golf. Yeah. All right. So, I That's the am, morning roundup. Uh, you're up two and yeah, a half to right. my one and a half. That's right. Because right, I can do so math now, in my head. Ha <laughs> ha. Math. Know it. Foursome pairings. Who do you got for foursome pairings? What's your first one? Oh, my first one, day one foursomes. Mm-hmm. I, this is this is team quarterback dream team. They're so dreamy it says team twice. That's right. Matt Ryan and Eli Manning. Yep, against Tony Romo and Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan's the man. Yeah. And 90% of the votes Went to agree. Yeah. <laughs> Space Jam. I blame it all on Space Jam. I kind of do, too. Oh, all right. What's your second pairing? All right. So we have Larry Fitzgerald and Peyton Manning again uh, against Mike Trout and Justin Verlander. This was the this was the throw and catch uh, um, foursome. That's right. And I really like this this group. Yeah. I really wanted to see that. Um, but it turns out that uh, our loyal followers don't agree with baseball players being good golfers fine fine i guess more time for me to hang out with kate upton (laughs) (laughs) i get it who do you have next i've got steph curry and condoleezza rice team saturday night dinner that's right (laughs) and as bad as that joke was it crushed in the voting so Good. Steph Curry and Condoleezza Rice beat Mark Wahlberg and Carson Daly. Yeah. Sure. Take that, sure Carson. I'm not, I'm not sure who to blame, Mark. You or... listen to this podcast and you take that to the bank. Yeah, you take it. You, I'm not you sure who to Just because you're on a podcast with Rory McIlroy. 
I'm kind of bummed out. All right. And our last one is Samuel L. Jackson and Matthew McConaughey versus Kenny G and Justin Timberlake. Get your snakes off my all right, all right, all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and since Snakes on a Plane um, and those Lincoln commercials are so popular. Yeah. Let's say Kenny G, Justin. Them. Did, they, did they win? Yeah, they won. They beat, Although, team, they beat Team Sacks in a Box. Sacks in a box. I will. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I just came up with that. <laughs> now, I'm going to say it to your face through this uh, microphone. Yeah. Uh, Kenny G and Justin Timberlake would have crushed Samuel L. Jackson. But the voting, the voting is it's what It's the voting. You. It's, and it's I, the I, you voting. know what? It's fair. It's fair. <laughs> so I've got two and a half and you've got five and a half. Yep, I sure do. All right, Man, I've got, I've got a front load. I've got a front load. <laughs> I've got to change this all up. That's right. All right, so we're gonna do our um, our singles. singles, our singles matches. Yeah. And again, we're gonna post the voting on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, yeah. and we're gonna ask you guys to vote. Um, and hopefully bring me our first celebrity fantasy Ryder cup victory. Yeah. Um, so get out there, vote at the swingdom on Instagram at the swingdom on Twitter and the swingdom on Facebook, like it, retweet yes. it, share it to your stories, do whatever you can. Cause we love interacting with you guys and our pairings, I can only say, are going to be phenomenal. And if you guys have, have any ideas for for things like this, because there's no real golf at the moment, for some imaginary golf, you guys want to have some input or whatever, please send us an email at the, the swingdomofgolf at gmail.com. Uh, whatever, whatever you guys are up for, we're usually up for. So just, just drop us a line. That's right. A uh, uh, couple weeks ago when we did our um... – when we did our uh, uh, fantasy Lord of the Rings golf, that was a big hit. So we know you guys enjoy seeing yeah. stuff like that. So that came from a subscriber. That, that came from a listener. That's right. Yeah. So send us an email. All right. So who have you, who have you got first? All right. So Are we snaking I, this? Yeah, we're going to snake this. All right, cool. You go first. I'll go twice. So, all right. I have Mark Wahlberg. Oh, Yes. Yes. I've got Justin Timberlake. I knew you would. Of course. Really He's bringing sexy back. <laughs> he's, he's bringing golfing back. Nice. <laughs> That's going to be, that would be fun regardless. Yeah, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do that song later on. I'm bringing golfing back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how the song goes? I think so. That's exactly how it goes. Okay. <laughs> All right. And then my number two, I've got Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. All right. The main of Team Saturday Night Dinner. Let's see. Who am I going to pair against Steph Curry? I know. Do you have I yours know. in order or are you just going to listen to mine and then decide who you want? Oh, I have all yours written down here. Oh, okay. 
Um, I'm going to pit him against Tony Romo. Ooh. I know. You're welcome. Yeah. I can just see, like, Steph Curry wearing, like, all Under Armour stuff mm-hmm. and Tony Romo just being like, ugh, I have Skechers. Skechers are comfortable. Don't knock them. More comfortable than Under Armour, than being an Under Armour athlete? Uh, probably not in the bank. Quick, well, actually, would you rather? Would you rather be an Under Armour athlete or a Skechers athlete? Under Armour. Yeah, okay, there you go. Duh. Steph Curry wins. I do like, I do like Skechers, though. Yeah. Skechers, don't hate on us. Yeah. <laughs> If you want to sponsor us, we'll wear them. We don't we'll yeah. wear anything. I'll yeah, I'll wear full full sketchers. All right. So who's your who's your next one? No, you you tell me your next one. No, I just told you my I told you my first one. All right. All right. So we'll go back and forth. All right. So I have Larry Fitzgerald. Ooh. This will be interesting. Should be. Because I've got Will Smith. Ooh. And he may not be the best golfer, but I can imagine him just like just psyching the pants off of Larry Fitzgerald and watching Larry Fitzgerald, who sometimes plays four strokes under his handicap, play 10 strokes over. Oh, you think you think Will Smith's going to get in his head? Yeah. Yeah, I do. But the thing is, also, like, I think Will Smith's just out there for fun. So even if he does get in his head, he still might not win. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. All right. Who do you have next? All right. So I have Michael Jordan. Oh, this will be fun. I've got Condoleezza Rice. Ooh. That would be good. That'll be a good one. That's right. Be like, would you rather play with Michael Jordan or would you rather go to Augusta? (laughs) That would be a really tough pick. Would yep. you rather play at Augusta or play golf with Michael Jordan? Augusta. Uh, same. I think Michael Jordan would just like be like, "How much money do you have?" And I'd be like, "I don't, I don't know." He's like, "This we'll, we'll play for all of your money." Eight dollars. I feel like if I played golf with him, he would just be like, he would just be like all in, and I'd be like, "I didn't realize we were." He's like all in. I'd be like, "On what?" And he'd just be like everything. He's like, "If you That's beat so me funny. in golf, I will double. You will have two houses, two cars, two wives." Two other things that I only have one of. <laughs> That's really good. And I felt like if I lost, he'd be like, nope, that refrigerator box is mine too. <laughs> yeah. We own the, I own the air you breathe now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, who do you got? I've got – I'm hoping you have Peyton Manning. Of course I do. This is my full team. No, no, I'm hoping that you have him now, that he's playing next. I'm not in order. I'm just, I'm just picking. Oh, I've got Eli Manning. I, so I did an order. Okay. So I did Eli Manning. All right. Against Peyton Manning? Yeah, that's what I was hoping. I was hoping to get a Manning duo. Well, you got it. Nice. I mean, now that's, a, that's an instant win for you, but at least, at least they're having fun. Yeah, that would be kind of fun to watch, yeah. for me at least. We'll see if more people like the New York Giants. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I get the other brother, though. He's on He's on Eli's bag. <laughs> Cooper? Cooper, yeah. I almost you called him Cooper. Connor. I was like, that's not old, his name. You get old Coop? Yep, Coop is, my, is, is Eli's caddy. Nice. He's my co-co-captain. We discussed this. That's right. 
All right. Who do you have next? I have Samuel L. Jackson. Ooh, I've got Justin Verlander. Ooh. When you put this up on, on the social media stuff, yeah. can you make sure it's a picture of Justin Verlander with Kate Upton? Sure. Okay. Because she's on the bag. She's his caddy. Let me type that in. Yeah. With Kate. Because you didn't do that last time, and I think people were like, oh, I don't know who that is. Oh, they know who that is. Yeah. Come on, son. <laughs> I think, if, I think like, if, if I was to have Tom Brady on my team, I would be like, there better be a picture. Like, I don't want – I just want a picture of Giselle, and Tom Brady could be blurry in the background. Like, somewhere in the background. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, see that splodge in the back? That's Tom Brady. That's the guy playing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Justin Verlander, I have up next, I've got Wayne Gretzky, the great mm-hmm. one. And who are you pitting him against? Who are you pitting him? I've got Wayne Gretzky. Oh, yeah. I am going to put him against uh, – you know what? You this should it. be good. I'm going to do it against Matthew McConaughey. Ooh. And you also put a picture of, like, Wayne with Paulina and maybe Dustin Johnson on there? No. Dang. Dang it. Gretzky's <laughs> his own man. He's the great one, all right? <laughs> he is the great one, yeah. I'm just trying to see if like some extra some extra people around the sides will help. That's right. All right. So I have I have Chevy Chase. Okay. <laughs> All right. I've got Mike Trout. All right. Well, I can say that I lost that one. <laughs> I don't know. It depends. It depends. <laughs> it depends on the votes. It depends on the votes. Yeah. And then my next one is Celine Dion. Ooh, you know what? I think Can you do the picture really of her at the front of the Titanic? Sure. Cool. <laughs> I'm going to put her against Jessica Alba. I'm going to send you the picture for all of these people. All right, you send me your pictures. Yeah. And I may or may not use them. Okay. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> all right. Okay. So I'd Celine Dion. Yep. All right, so my next is Will Ferrell. Ooh. My next is that is so wait, is is Will who's playing Celine Dion? Jessica Alba. Oh, okay, cool. Sorry, I missed that. I missed that. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good match. Will Ferrell? Yeah, Will Ferrell. So this is like lighthearted comedy versus the most serious of seriousness. And this is Denzel Washington. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> you think do you think they would make a good buddy cop movie together? Oh Will my Ferrell god, they would Denzel make the Washington. Yes, yeah, they would. <laughs> I know Will Ferrell's been in buddy cop movies uh, with with Mark Wahlberg. As a matter of I fact, I think the question but, is: is will it be as good as Rush Hour? Probably not. And I just don't know because Rush Hour is one of the best movies ever made. That's right. Yep. All right. So I I got oh, Denzel Washington. Yep, and then I've got I've got Kenny G. So I'm hoping that I survive until I get to Kenny G. Oh, I see. I see. Well, I'm going to put Kenny G up against Carson Daly. Okay. All right. And then who's your last one? So our last match is Kevin Costner against Matt Ryan. Against Matt the Ryan Ryanator. The Ryanator. Mm-hmm. All right. Our singles matches are set. Those are going to go up um, 
this week. And you guys vote. You guys vote. Get out there and vote. It's your legal obligation. You can do it from your own couch. You can mail it in if you want. As a citizen of social media, it is your obligation to vote. As a, as a citizen of the swingdom. The swingdom. All right. So that's our Celebrity Rider Cup. Yep. We're going to take a quick break. So thank, we'll, be, we'll be back in a minute. We'll be back in, we'll be back in a minute. We'll be back. We'll be back in two shakes of a stick. Is that what you say? Is that what, you, is that what people say? <laughs> I don't know. All right. <sighs> you got to read for Doris podcast? Yeah, I don't know. Um, what did you guys talk about? Please, if you're enjoying the swingdom, please check out History Through a House. It's history of England through the eyes of a thousand-year-old house. This week on the Swingdom, we talk about the early Iron Age, when iron was discovered and used. Again, it's called History Through a House, and you can find it on any podcasting platform. I love it. Is that good? That was good. Did you say, did you say this week on the Swingdom? No, I said History Through a House. All right. Did I say this week on the Swingdom? I think so. That's fine. We'll leave it. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Two guys, 47 golf clubs, and and some putts given. (laughs) I love it. And we're back. Two guys, one square face chipper. What's that thing called? Square strike. Yeah. Two guys, one square strike, and zero putts given. You know why we don't give any putts? Because we're using the square strike, and it's going in the hole. It's simple putting action. Yep. Simple putting action. Simple putting action. You don't want your friends making fun of you for using a Texas wedge. Mm -mm. I use that term Texas wedge a lot, and people are just like, what is that? I'm just like, it's a putter. Well, it's because you're in the wrong space for it. What would you call it here? There's... uh, a Scottish wedge. A Scot. Yes, you probably would. You probably would call it a Scottish wedge. A Scottish wedge. All right. So welcome back to the Swingdom. Thanks for listening to that. We've got Would You Rather. We've got what we've been up to. But mm-hmm. first, I would like to read a special review from Adam Moo Coupland, otherwise known as Mug Dad. And this comment comes from our Facebook page. All right. And it says, it's nice to feel connected to golf whilst we're on lockdown, especially with a comedic twist. Keep it up, guys. Okay, okay, hand signals. Emojis. Nice. Yes. I love it. Thank you so much. And then he said, to be fair, Gunner is definitely the reason why I listen. And putting that in the bank. Put that in the bank. So right now we have five out of five stars on the Swingdom on Facebook, and it's based on the opinion of one person. That's all that matters. That's all we're looking for. It's just one person to like us. This is all for you. Okay, so would you rather – did you go first last time? Mm, Yes, and you didn't like it. I did. It was too technical. 
It was not. It was. It's like, it would you not. rather have a nine iron that is forty eight degrees or a nine iron that's forty seven degrees? That's obvious. It's it's it depends. Well, it's forty seven degrees, really, because I'd like a little bit more distance. But you're right. It was too technical. Would you rather play golf with a family of baby raccoons in your bag <laughs> or juggling <laughs> eggs? <laughs> look. look. So you're gonna really love my next technical one, but go you go first this time. Okay, this is this is a simple one, but I think it's difficult. Would you rather have caddied for Tiger Woods mm-hmm. in 1997 or 2019 at the Masters? Ooh. Yeah. Um mm. would you rather have been was this Stevie Williams? I don't think it was Stevie Williams yet in 97. Mm-mm. I think it was fuzzy. All right, I have my answer. You ready? Already? I have it. You don't want to talk it out? Well, I am going to talk it out, but I have my answer picked. Okay, go for it. So I would, uh, I would have to weigh young-er Tiger Woods and his very public attitude towards the come up from the fall from grace and finally coming back onto the the main scene. I would rather be his caddy in 2019. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and and the reason I say that is I think I would rather forego all the media hype, yeah, um, and have a and work with a Tiger Woods who's a little bit more cool, calm, and collected, yeah, than, than when he was younger. So I think like I'd definitely things, take, yeah, I definitely take 2019. I was gonna say like. The 97 one is cool. I don't really remember it because I was I was young at the time. Right. Because it was 22 years ago or 23 years ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the 97 one is just cool because he just – he broke records and came out of – didn't come out <laughs> of nowhere. Broke records. I think it was either his fourth or sixth win on tour. And he right. just sort of like – he just like crushed every wire to wire, crushed everybody's souls, mm-hmm. and everybody was like, it, "That was the coming out party for Tiger Woods." It was right, like Tiger Woods can win a few times on tour, yeah, 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 yeah. But then he comes, and then he has the he shoots eighteen under and has the record. You know what I mean? He's got the record for 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 lowest score ever i mean the only person right. who came close i think was jordan spieth in 2015 when he did the same thing he went wire to wire so yeah i think the thing is is like if you do it in 90 set like if both of them were to happen right now mm-hmm. i'd probably say 2019 as well just because he seems so much more grounded as a human being Right, and that's that's kind of what pushes me to pick yeah. 2019. But like, I also you know, like him and Joe seem to have a really really good relationship. Like it'd be sort of cool to be in on that relationship with Tiger at this point instead of just feeling like you work for him, which I know Stevie Williams complained about quite a lot. Right. Um 
Plus, oh, yeah, I think this, the tour, this, was, this was the hardest one I can think of. <laughs> well, plus, I think the tour now is a lot more um, pleasing in in kind of the players and yeah. it's presented. I'd rather be part of that than than the tour back in the nineties. Yeah. Not that the players weren't great because they're no. Most you've of just them got a like, legend. Yeah, you've just got a lot more to do now because there's all the social media stuff. There's like they're just trying to create so much for everybody that yeah, right. like you like you as. Yeah, you as Joe Lacava. La- yeah, yeah. Um, sorry, I don't know why I blanked on that for a second. My apologies, Joe. Um, Mr. Lacava, <laughs> who's also a New York Giants fan, so thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just feel like there's so much more potential to sort of like, as as you would you know sort of drink off of that for the rest of your life. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, everybody knows who Tiger's, who Tiger's caddy was in the later years, but I don't remember who his caddy was in 97. Well, and if you, if you also, like, this, this is probably an age thing for us, too, because if I was 20 years older, I might pick the 90s because those were all the guys playing that I was growing yeah. up with. Yeah, but, yeah, But now, like, now, you know, I, I respect who they are and, the, and what they did for golf. Everybody on tour and to yeah. be around those guys would be yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. But, you know, I wasn't watching golf then, so. No, no, it was. Yeah, it was Fluff. It was Fluff Cowan. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's, I mean, he's still on, he's caddied for everybody. Mm-hmm. But I think he's still caddies for Jim Furyk. Oh, yeah, you know what? I think you're right on that. Yeah. So it's one of those things, like, he's been around forever. It's a really tough one, but I think I would just, like, you're right. Like, you not, would you rather be Tiger's first caddy or Tiger's comeback caddy? And I think I'd rather be Tiger's comeback caddy. But I could be wrong. Please send us your, your emails at, at the swingdom of golf at gmail.com. That's, that's, that's right. Doing. Come on. Send All right. Them. All right. So my would you rather? Here's my technical one. I'm sticking on a thing. Family of raccoons. Uh, that's what I said, too. Family of raccoons in the bag. That's exactly my pick. All right. Would you pass you- me my nine iron? No, not that one. The one that's 47 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> that's right all right would you would you rather have longer courses for example like 500 yard par four minimum okay uh and keep as many clubs in your bag as you want you can have as many as you want or have shorter courses than we do now and be limited to 10 clubs in your bag The second one. Yeah? The second so, one. So you'd rather have shorter courses and 10 clubs? Yeah, because I just don't – I don't think longer courses help anybody. I have to agree. Plus, I don't think I – Like, um, if you were like – if you were like, do you I want don't longer – I do you want, use – Do you want longer courses and have, like, 50 yards added on to, to every club? I'd say mm-hmm. – but if I'm not, like, to be fair – I'm sure there's probably four clubs I can get out of my bag on the course I play now, which is only, which is a pretty short course. Well, that's, that's kind of what I was thinking. Like, I don't think I use all 14 clubs no. every time I go play golf. So I could, like, I could probably get rid of my I 60 degree. Um, I could probably get rid of my gap wedge. I can definitely get rid of my four iron and I can probably get rid of my three wood. See, three out of the four of those, I could not play without. I could get rid of my four iron, but 
three wood gap wedge and 60 degree you yeah. would never catch me playing without those three clubs well so i'm thinking like well i've got like sand wedge so i can use mm -hmm. my my 56 degree i can de-loft that or or give that extra loft and flop that and that can be my 60 degree like that could sort of just be an all-rounder mm -hmm. um, i see same thing with my gap wedge. Did I, I said gap wedge mm -hmm. same thing with my gap wedge because i know my pitching wedge is I think it's like 45 degrees. Yeah. And then my next club is 50 degrees. And then I'd have 56. So like I have good spacing there. Right. And then I hit my driver better than my three wood. If I hit my three wood better than my driver, I take my driver out of the bag. Mm -hmm. And then I've got a four hybrid. So I never use my four iron anyway, because I feel so much more comfortable with the four hybrid. Right. So yeah, I'd rather have shorter. I would rather have sort of like, 350 yard par fours and like 475 500 yard par fives and then yeah. like 130 to like 170 yard par threes and yeah and play with 10 clubs i like it all right we I, start doing that anyway. I wonder if we should start doing that anyway just see if we can like get better at instead of being like okay this is 145 yards let me hit a nine iron flush yeah so like let me let me hit a let me hit a low eight iron well they're never gonna shorten courses if, if people like bryson dechambeau keep trying to get longer no i mean the thing is is like all the pga courses we don't get to play anyway mm -hmm. like it's a bit like imagine if every like every park basketball court rim was at eight foot i could dunk or no i'm sorry let's the other way like it would be like having every every park basketball court at 10 feet mm -hmm. and then if you're at the pros it's at 13 oh that'd be terrible It'd be amazing <laughs> <laughs> well this you is know they'd all like even if it was at 12 you know they'd all still be able to dunk yeah so unfair yeah if I could just dunk a basketball, oh my gosh. Yeah. I dunked a basketball once. My life would be changed forever. I dunked a basketball one and a half times. <laughs> one was more, it was a layup that I touched the rim during. Mm. So I counted that. I count that as a dunk. I counted that's that as dunk. the half dunk. <laughs> if you touch the rim and the ball goes in, that's a dunk. Yeah. No, one time I got like my hand, like one time I got my wrist to the rim. Oh, that nice. I considered a dunk. That's a dunk. That once. That's a true dunk. Yep. And then when yeah, the other time when I like touched the rim with my palm and it was it was more of a layup because it bounced, it hit the backboard. That's so awesome. You can't call it a dunk if it hits the backboard. You just can't. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Enough basketball talk because that's right. Because that's too much basketball. Um well, this is a good segue, actually, because we got some what's in the bag. Oh, what's oh what's in my bag? I've got golf balls in my bag. Nice. I'm still playing those Bridgestones that you bought me. Oh, yeah. You're welcome. I haven't lost all of them yet. Nice. The dog keeps stealing them, so that's fun. <laughs> they're like fluorescent orange. People are like, why are you playing orange golf balls? I'm like, because they're mine. That's right. I've got talk tees. About, you don't talk about another man's golf balls. Nope. I've got two divot fixers. Nice. Divot tools. I've got a black Sharpie. I've got um, a golf scrubber with like a bottle on the back so water comes out of it so I can scrub off the faces of my golf gloves. Nice. I've got a towel that I got from the 2015 Open at St. Andrews. Yeah. 
Um, should I go into my clubs now? Yeah. I've got – should I go driver down or putter up? You're – it's half your show. You do what you want. I'm going to go putter up. Putter – I've, I've got a Nike drone 2.0. Beautiful. It's got – I believe the term is – it's got a – it's polymetal. Okay. I don't know what that is. Maybe it's multiple metals. <laughs> it's, it's called a pod, polymetal. Nice. Um, I've got a Cleveland 588 60-degree wedge. Mm-hmm. That's my 60-degree. I then have a Mizuno, I think it's an M18. I'm not sure, but I've got a Mizuno 56-degree. And that's that's nice. a, that's a found club. I felt bad about finding that club, but I tried to return it several times. And then we go into my iron set, and they're all King F8. So I've got Gap Wedge through five iron and those are cobra king f8s with mid-size lampkin arco nice. grips. so the mid-size grips helps they're so mm-hmm. forgiving they're so forgiving i was i said i've got a we've got to put that picture up on the uh the insta g but i don't know if it's the dilofness or the bounciness or whatever it is but i can hit that eight iron 160 yards in the air I know. I'm so jealous. It just makes me this feel is, so This is good. what I was talking about a while back that yeah. I can't, I don't, I can't trust your, your club decisions. <laughs> That's not, it's not fair. <laughs> it's not All right, fair. Then I've got a Cleveland mashy three hybrid. I think it's 21 degrees. Mm-hmm. Then I've got a Cleveland XL three wood, which is a really long shaft, but I like it. It's got a small head. It's it's good. It's a good club for me. And then my yeah. driver is the Cobra King F6 Plus. Yeah. That's kind of broken. So I'm, I'm in the market for a new driver. I think that might be one of the first things I'm buying is a new driver. And then that's all in a Cobra ultralight walking bag. Nice. I like yeah. that. Yeah. What have you got in your bag? All right, so I have well, actually, so you said you have a black sharpie. I actually use the uh, Milwaukee Inkzol fine point permanent marker. Okay, um, it's actually the same marker that Tiger Woods uses. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. it has a finer point. Okay, uh, than the sharpie, and it also stays on the ball a little bit longer. Like when you hit it, I don't have that problem because I lose the balls. Oh, perfect. I get lost. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's see what kind of bag do i have i have the new i have the newest titleist um 14 way stand bag i nice. love that thing yeah super lightweight yeah um all right so i'm gonna go driver down so i use a uh cobra king f8 nine degree driver cool um yeah is yours, is yours interchangeable or is it just nine degrees it's interchangeable, but I yeah. keep it at nine. That's the lowest setting. Yeah, I think that's the next thing I'm going to do is go out there and mess around with the settings on my driver. Yeah, I, I use it primarily for hitting bombs. Nice. Um, yeah, so then I my three wood and my hybrid um, are both King F7s from Cobra. Okay. Yeah. Uh, three woods at 14 and a half degrees and my four hybrids at 19 degrees. Cool. Yeah, my irons are the um, Titleist 718 CB Forged. So they're forged. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Four through pitching wedge. Oh man, they're they're the most beautiful irons I've ever hit in my life. <laughs> um. Good. What do, what do I use for my wedge? I've actually here? never hit your irons. Oh, they're so good. Yeah. 
they're so pure. I, they don't have a lot of forgiveness, but yeah, that's all right. Um, let's see the Vokey SM six wedges. I got three of those, um, yeah. 52, 56, 60. Um, and I use a 2014 Scotty Cameron Newport two putter. Um, and then I throw some Bridgestone tour BRXs in the hole. Oh, cool. That's what I do. So I was thinking about putting, I was thinking about two things I want to do is like test out my driver. Mm-hmm. It's got multiple settings. It's got, it's, I think it's between nine and 12 and a half degrees of loft, but it's wow. also got draw settings on it. Right. And then I've got a, I've got a Scotty Cameron Titleist bullseye. I love that. Putter. It's just fun. Cause it's just like, it just looks like a putt putt mini golf, crazy golf putter. Yeah. But it's Scotty Cameron. So, you know, it's good. Yeah, I have one of those on my well, it's so my I have a I have a bullseye putter, but it's not the Scotty Cameron. It's the the Acushnet. Yeah, it's well, it's the Titleist one. Yeah. Yeah. If it says Acushnet on it, that's the Titleist one. No, it says Titleist. So yeah. after Acushnet, Titleist made it and then, then Scotty Cameron took it over. Yeah, it went to Scotty Cameron. Yeah. yeah. Yep, 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 yep. So All the right. second generation. So are you Bravo. working on are you working on anything this week? Uh golf wise? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm actually working on a lot of putting. We have some, we got new putting gates, um, for, uh, you know, to have a a straight swing. Okay. We're working on a lot of, uh, a lot of putting, um, but it's been working on putting. Okay. That's good. Working on putting. I I wanted to, I wanted to work on pitch shots, but it's been raining. So I don't want to go out there. Oh, and, and I'm going to learn how to grind down some wedges this week. Yeah. Did you put that up on Instagram yet? Your um... my new workstation. Yeah. No, I built a work table for golf club repair because uh, that's I I used to do that. Um, I used to be a certified uh, club mechanic, and now I'm going to do it all out of my workshop. So yeah, because um, if you get the I'm stuff for it, I'm going to I'm going to send my CG16s to you mm-hmm. and see if you can adjust the lie on them and also maybe i don't i don't really want to put because i like the true temper things but maybe just put extensions in them in the yeah. back of the and then put new grips on them and just see if i like them yeah i love it i love building clubs so yeah. i set up a whole workstation it's been a long time coming um but cool. i'm excited what are you working on i am actually so whenever i go to a golf course that's like of quality mm-hmm. i look to see if they have a yardage book Yep. Because when I went to St. Andrews, I like the first thing I saw was a yardage book. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. The yardage book is something to have. And then as I walked around the course with it, I realized I can actually sort of like pretend to be a caddy. Yeah. Like I knew what yardages they had in and I knew how far they'd hit it. And it just felt really cool to, because like when you're on TV, like when you're watching on TV, it tells you all of that. Right. But you know, you get to really see where the landing zones are. You don't really get all the stuff. So it's really cool. Um, the my local course, Bubby Bubby Tracy Golf Center, they've got nine holes, and the owner there is nice enough to sort of let me and my family walk around the golf course, even though nobody's playing. Oh, that's nice. And yeah, it's really really nice. I really really appreciate it. And so one of the things I started doing is making my own yardage book. Wow. So I think I'm going to do the video. I sent you some photos already. You said it looks really good. I'm I'm not convinced. It's <laughs> it's been fun to do. 
And I think I'm gonna I'm gonna do a, a tutorial on it because I think most people should just know how to do it. I think it's like the one thing that all the GPS and rangefinders are missing is mm -hmm. like a place that you can take notes. Oh yeah. Like I think it's the thing that drives me the most. Like it's I love Arcos. I love knowing how far I hit the clubs. I love have they have the the Arcos caddy on there, which is absolutely amazing. I love having like my phone in my back pocket because it makes me feel like. I've got like a proper yardage book in my back pocket like the pros do. I use the caddy. It tells me what my optimal shots are, how mm -hmm. many shots I should get it in. And then at the end of the round, it gives me all of my stats in terms of um, all my strokes gain stats to a scratch golfer. Right. So just like if you're, if you're a data nerd like I am, it was, it's just fun to have. The only thing that it's missing, and this is, it's a little thing, but it, it like I'm sort of at that point now where I love everything else so much. If it had this one thing, I would never ask for anything else again. Uh huh. And that would be like a place to take notes. Oh yeah, for sure. I think that's important. Like to be able to like draw little circles or put little arrows on it, so you can sort of see gentle slope, um, or landing zones or things like that. So what I've actually done is I've gone on Google Maps, I've saved screenshots, and then I've outlined them. Mm -hmm. And then I print them out and I'll, I'll probably do a couple. Um, I'll share a couple to Instagram. So you guys kind of get an idea of what I'm doing and I'm building my own home golf course. And then I'm, I walk around it and I take notes on the pictures I've drawn. Mm -hmm. And then I go back and I insert that in and then I've printed them out and the pro there said, and when I get finished with them, he'd like a copy of it. So that, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and that'd be then, awesome. And then next will be doing the green. So and this is one of the things that sort of bothers me a little bit. There's a, there's a, there's a thing called, I think it's called golf breaks mm -hmm. and it's a digital level where you put it on a place in the green and it tells you how many degrees of slope there are and what direction that slope is going. Hmm. It's $200. Golf is so expensive. It's $200. <laughs> so I went on Amazon and I found, uh, I found a, a digital inclinometer, 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 but um, but um, basically just an or level <laughs> or spirit level, a digital spirit level. Uh -huh. And I found the same exact thing for sixty dollars. Get it? And then I went beyond that. I was like, well, I'm probably only going to use this once. And I found a not digital spirit level that's got degrees of slope on it. Like it's a bubble liquid spirit level and mm -hmm. it's like two inches wide and that's $10. Get it. So I'm getting the $10 one. And I'm going to have like a ridiculously cool, like exact drawings of the greens. And I will share those with you. I'll take them. There's just no way I'm going to spend 200 bucks. I mean, I wanted to. I asked, and she said no. <laughs> just, uh, just get it. Yeah, just get it. Just get um, it. So I'm doing the yardage book. Is, is there anything in golf that you want? In golf? Yeah, I was just thinking about know. that. Like, I was like, well, now that like, I've been doing a lot of – I've been doing a lot of online window shopping. Oh, man, what do I'm I so want? bored. Yeah. Like, I sort of want to finish out my set in Cobras. Right. But I'm not too worried about that. Because um, they're going to sponsor us soon. That's right. Um, 
just more toys. I've got my sit like, oh, I've, the simulator finally showed up. Uh, nice. It took four weeks. It looked like a bear. You, that bear you played at Augusta with. Uh-huh. It delivered my box. <laughs> it got hungry on the way, but it delivered it. <laughs> nothing's broken though, right? No, nothing's broken. It's still doing okay. Good. Like I said, I'm just I'm so lucky to be a member at the Bubby Tracy Golf Center. Because yep. they even let me borrow one of their winter mats. So now I've got it. So I didn't have to ship over my 60 pound weight, like of weights of hitting mat. Yep. They let me borrow one, which is just phenomenal. Nice. Um, so yeah, so I'm going to be working on my short game for a while. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just in on uh, club repair. I'm, I'm looking to get a swing weight scale and a loft and lie adjuster. Oh, and so my, my one thing that I, I need to talk to Jay Monahan about this week. Yes. He has got to stop notifying me about PGA videos on the app. Because <laughs> nothing makes me more upset than watching an hour of people hitting hole-in-ones on the PGA Tour. Well, it takes him a while to get this. Yeah, I still don't have any. <laughs> I don't want to watch an hour of hole in ones. It's just it's like two hundred and forty yard hole in one, and you're just like, that's a driving hole for me. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, and then they did another one where it's best shots in the rain, and you're just I like, play my yeah. best golf in the in in poor weather. I swear to you. I'm just like, I would love it to be raining right now. I would play golf in any weather right now. I don't want to watch other people hitting good shots in the rain. Right. Um, I think they did worse collapses. The newest one is players split the uprights on the PGA Tour, and that's just people hitting through trees. They've got another best of all the best shots from left-handed players. <laughs> Any from uh, right-handed players? Who Tiger are... Woods' best shots of the decade, 2000 to 2009, in parentheses, non-majors. Nice. It's just like I get it. I get that they're running oh, out of Here's material. one. This is the one. Top club twirls. Oh well, we put that up too. Best holeouts <laughs> in a playoff to win an event. Yeah, they're just running out of content. That's all right. It hurts, well, man. I'd rather them just put like a big poster on the front of the app that says like like out for lunch. Be back soon. <laughs> because <laughs> pretty soon it's going to be like best bathroom breaks from the pga tour it's, it's going to be people walking into porta potties that's funny <laughs> yeah, i just can't do it like i yeah it's the content just hurts yeah i just want it to be it's not that it's bad content it's just not good content <laughs> And it just, makes, it just makes me want to play. Like, what it basically is saying is that these people played really good golf and you don't get to play golf. Ha, 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 ha. A slap in the face. Yeah, that's what it feels like a bit. That's all right. We'll get all right, anything else you want to talk about? Nope, I am all good. All right, I got to get back to building my yardage book. All righty. But if you guys want to interact with us more, Send us an email at theswingdomofgolf at gmail.com. Check us out on Facebook at The Swingdom on Instagram and at The Swingdom on Twitter. Mm -hmm. um, 
get us on iTunes, Spotify. I think yep. we're up on Stitcher now. Well, we're on Facebook. Please leave us a review anywhere you can. It means a lot to us. Yes, and please, please, please write us a review on iTunes. That really helps us out. Yeah. Um, I mean, the nice thing was subscribe. The first two weeks we were we were up on Apple Podcasts. This podcast was doing better than Hank Haney. Nice. And I just want to do everything better than Hank Haney. So. That's right. So help us out. Help like us, us help you not help Hank Haney. That's right. And All subscribe right. and leave a comment. And we, we kind of want to go trending on iTunes. So yeah. get us there. There's yeah. no talk. Well, if you guys want to reach out to us, us, we are available. Please reach out to us. Talk about the things you want to talk about. Tell us we're wrong. Tell us we're right. But most of all, just tell us something. Something. That's thank all we you. want. Yeah, thank you for listening to The Swingdom, guys. Have a good week. The Swingdom. The Swingdom.